Yeah. Hey, everybody. So. Welcome back to another episode of My Network. It's your girls, Vic and Ro. My Network is a podcast based out of Dallas, Texas, where we discuss how your network can increase your network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to My Network. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, entrepreneurship competition versus collaboration Mm -hmm. we also have some special guests joining us today care to introduce yourselves thank you so much for having us here my name is chris ebezim and i'm olivia ebezim awesome awesome so let everybody know that y'all you know your relationship we don't want them to think y'all a couple oh no no so this is this is my big sister okay good my big sister sister. you can see our heads got the same shape Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and get started. We want we've got a lot of topics we want to hit. You know, y'all are very um great guests. We're so happy to have y'all. So, um, well, first we want to start with some shameless plugs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourselves, about your business. Olivia, ladies first. Tell us what you got going on, girl. Hey, so I always kind of go off with it's your girl Olivia Wild Workout Olivia's Ways and what that really truly entails is that there's so many ways to work out. I think people just only think about physicality. Mm-hmm. And I always say you got to work out your mental and your spiritual. You cannot be physically obese and mm. mentally and spiritual. I mean, you cannot be physically fit and mentally and spiritually obese. Wow. It just doesn't work, right? And so I pattern myself as a wellness coach. I'm trying to remind you I'm an advocate for everything you do is a workout. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, us doing this right now is a workout. So when you see me fashion, um, congregating with all my friends, yeah, physically yeah. working out, that's what Olivia does. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Amazing. Wow. And I'm just trying to be like my big sister. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fitness, uh, she was a big inspiration for, towards me as far as the fitness. So that's that's one of my main things is fitness is very important to myself and my family and my friends as well. Um, I'm also in real estate as well, do uh, development stuff, and I'm new construction. And I really just truly just invest as well. So mm-hmm, when mm-hmm, people have yeah. businesses or ideas and need some funding, um, I, I would put my capital up and just go from there. Awesome. Makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. All right. That's amazing. We hear that network. Okay. <laughs> Ready to work out? Let them know. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you can find us on Instagram, Naja King One. Or you can find me at Livy Live Wild, uh, Livy Live underscore, or Work Out Olivia's Ways. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Plug and plug in. I like it. <laughs> a little bit. Yes, that's what it's for. So, um, we wanted to say uh, with entrepreneurship, the first step you have to do is face your fears. So um, I know you have to identify your fear and then um, you have to ignite your fate, fight past your anxiety. So we want to know, did you have any fears before you stepped out on your own? You want to <laughs> go first? I'll let you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Man, you know what? Fear is a very, very important conversation to have. Yeah. I think more of us need to have those conversations because mm-hmm. we have to understand that our minds are wired, you know, to fear, right? right. It's, it's either fight or flight. And um, right. and I think that a lot of times we don't understand what to do once that fear comes right. because you're always going to have something that you're afraid of 
And you have to autocorrect yourself and realize, okay, now I feel this fear. Let me go ahead to my plan B and what I do to overcome it. So mm-hmm. uh, you have to embrace it. You know, you have to kind of dwell in it and then use it to just fuel you. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so check this out. So he said embrace it, right? Well, this is the part where I say work out Olivia's ways come into play. Everything you encounter as far as fear, right? You created that. Mm-hmm. So in order to even get behind it, because we all face it, just like he said. But this is where the workout come in at. Face it. That's the workout. You fighting against that fear. You rerouting your brain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we all, you know, encounter right. fear. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I think what resonated with me, what you said was, uh, rerouting it. What does that look like, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? I can say, oh, let me just reroute right. it. What would that look like for me? All right, so here's the workout, anybody. right? Mm-hmm. So there are times where I say, oh, you are, like, I think I called him. I'm like, dude, I said, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job. He's like, well, sis, you do this all the time. Like, I got you or whatever, right? So I had to tell myself, well, this is what you preach to everybody every day. So I had to tell myself over and over and over, Olivia, you got this. Olivia, you comfortable mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. Olivia, but then... If you stop doing that, guess what? You're going to go back into normality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to change up normality, meaning, oh, recognize that I just put myself back in a negative state. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. this. Been yeah. here before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to give some knowledge. I go through mm-hmm. this situation so I can give that knowledge to mm-hmm. somebody else. So mm-hmm. that's the workout. That's how you get through that fear. Gotcha. So facing it may not necessarily make it disappear. You just pretty much put it in line and say, scared or not, I'm going to go for it. Right. Yeah. Because after a while, you're going to get used to it. That's that mm-hmm. workout. Then you gain that muscle. Mm. It's like so you're mentally you're fighting it. You're mentally yeah. Correct. You mentally know, changing your, your mental state. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Okay. Good I stuff. Like it. So in actuality, then the, the fear starts to fuel you. Yeah. So even though I am scared, I'm just going to let that push me. Right. Yeah. I would say whenever, whenever I start feeling fear, I get excited. You know, mm. it's like a drilling report. I'm like, I love he it. Does. You know? He does. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they remind me of riding roller coaster. I don't, I don't like that. Okay. okay. He does. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, something's gonna happen, you know, and I'm and I'm gonna bet on myself and the people around me. Come every on time. now. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you failed yet. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. Wait a minute. Speaking of that, tell us about the uh, challenge. I remember you were challenging. Tell us a little bit about that. You know what? That that, that right there identifies fear. So, yes, I was challenging everybody in the DFW, you know, and it came from a conversation that morning when somebody was talking about outworking me in the gym, Mm -hmm. and I was being humble. I'm like, oh, it's cool. And he just kept talking about it. And then that's when the, the aggression came out. It, huh? I said, well, put your money up then. I said, matter of fact, he then he's brought his brother up. I said, well, put your brother money up then. And, <laughs> so, you know, and so then it fueled into where I just started challenging everybody. And it was a couple guys, even on Instagram, that were going to travel mm-hmm. and work out together as well, too. Uh, and I think my aggression kind of deterred a couple of people. Mm-hmm. And so it died down after the first, you know, six or seven matches. And so, so I was So tell asking, me what happened with those matches. I, you know, I just kind of... Man, it was... You know what? It was one guy. He was a boxer. He did really, really well. You know, but a lot of the bigger guys couldn't hang with the conditioning part. A lot of the conditioning guys couldn't hang with the strength part. So gotcha. you got to be holistic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and then you got to think about it. You guys are doing my workout, and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, how are you going to beat me at stuff that I'm great at? That's you know. True. So it wow. was. Hey, that's just what happened. I heard Jay Z and Warren Buffett say that like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Yes. So um, the next step is identify the goals. So what are your passions or your talents? 
Going first. <laughs> you again. There we go. All right. <laughs> so, and, and you know what? It's one of those things where, you know, lots of people have said it. Uh, Will Smith has said it. Steve Harvey has said it. And it's so true as far as, like, understanding what you're good at, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then, you also know, I think that you have to think about what you enjoy doing, right? Right. And then another thing, too, how can you monetize those things? Now, mm-hmm. it comes a time where sometimes you might like being a teacher, but the teacher is not going to get you what you want financially. Exactly. So then you have to find other things that's going to provide that money that allow mm-hmm. you to go back into teaching, which is what you enjoy. Big facts. You know, so that's where I think as far as identifying your, your talents and your gifts come in place is understanding what makes you happy, you know, and don't fall into this rat race. Right, so. right, right. Sometimes you got to do something else to make the money. Yeah. Exactly. Get, <laughs> just get, temporary, but make sure you know it's temporary. because yeah, I know me and my sister, we just want to work out. Mm-hmm. That's, That's all we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I had that kind of listen. I need that problem. We want to eat and we want to work out. But That's you know what? We got bills at the end of the day. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and and it's so funny that y'all brought that up, right? So monetizing, prioritizing, mm-hmm. all that, right? Like I literally left my job uh, February second, two thousand eighteen. I'm wow. like, I'm gonna step out on faith. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna do wild full blast. Yeah. Somebody forgot to tell me that in the process I'm gonna starve, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Right. <laughs> Right, even though I love doing it, like I will wake up at four thirty in the morning. I'm talking yeah. about our power time. I'm starving. My kids starving. But at the yeah. end of the day, guess what? I gotta put a roof over his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta like really get myself out of this hole. I love you that much, right? That I'm gonna try to do it right. And I'm talking about what I love. Mm-hmm. Yes, about that passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you that much passion mm-hmm. that I'm gonna go on ahead and just get myself together so I can come back to you and do you full blast right yeah. now true. you know to me that's what faith is made out of come on because now. think about the level of faith it took you to quit your job yeah, yeah. to pretty much jump off the cliff absolutely like we were talking about last exactly. episode I think you yeah. literally jumped oh off I the did cliff. do you understand what the the level of faith some people would be terrified to do that that's so that the fact that you have so much passion and you were willing to do it and you're excited about it right. instead yeah. of, you know, saying, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? <laughs> how am I going to do that? Like, we have to get to that point to where, it, you know, I just believe. Mm-hmm. I believe but what does your round table look like? See, I talk to him <laughs> when the fire is flaming at the top of the roof or better yet, everything is calm and, and butterflies are flying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Good mm-hmm. and bad. Mm-hmm. And he told me, sis, I mean, if you think you can do it, fine, but you got to think X, Y, Z. This mm-hmm. was my round table. This is my clan. Yeah, you know what work. I mean? Like, your ne- <laughs> like you got you to gotta know what your nights look like, what Come your on, round yeah. table looks like, right? So if I'm going to jump out on fate, yeah, there are so many. Right. They have jumped out on faith by themselves. Nobody around, like mm-hmm. no parents, mm-hmm. no family members. And they were able to do it. Their fate was stronger than mine, stronger than yours, because they knew whoever created them had mm-hmm. so much in them that they didn't probably need anybody around them to do the mm-hmm. magical things that they mm-hmm. were going to do. Mm-hmm. As for me, I was blessed to have people like him, mm-hmm. people that are not here. You know what I'm saying? Your say, network, your Dude, circle. You got mm-hmm. this. Mm. But also at the same time, they let me realize you got to strategize first before you could try to jump out on that type of faith that you want to do. Now. Create a you plan of I mean? action. Is yeah, what exactly. But yeah. then you get to focus. You get to you know that that's your main focus. You know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. That you're going to get back to it. That this to is it. temporary for mm-hmm. you to do something else to get you by, but you're building what yeah. you really want to do. Absolutely. That's, true. that's amazing. Absolutely. Yes. 
So you identify your goals, and I hear you saying, next, our goal is, come on now, you're creating <laughs> our plan of action, I believe. Yes, please create a plan of action. So what did um, creating a plan of action look like for you guys? So I think everything starts with a, a strong foundation. You know, it's kind of like when I was asking you guys all these leading questions to get more of what we're doing here, and you guys had a strong plan of action, and I admire that. So when we're Thank trying you. to do these things with our businesses, you also have to get the knowledge and you have to employ yourself with the know-how, mm-hmm. you know, before mm-hmm. you actually do it. And then go ahead and start putting it into action, right? right. Because people talk about knowledge is power, but it's more powerful when it's applied, mm-hmm. you know? That's it. So, so that's, that's, that's the biggest part when, it's, when you're trying to work on your plan of action. That's juice, man. I'm telling you. That's like, that's like, juice. Let me, let me listen. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, what you, that's what you get the money when it's applied. Yeah. I heard something the other day where it was like, um, you can get all this knowledge and go to all these classes, but it's the execution. Mm. Exactly. If, you don't, if you don't have a plan, a process, or whatever, all that knowledge is nothing until mm-hmm. you execute because it's not going to equal no dollars until you execute. Exactly. Right. So what exactly. you going to do with it? Yeah, it's like you got to get the clothes. Yeah. You know, I can make you feel good about the house, or she can mm-hmm. do the same thing, but until you make that transaction and wet, wet ink on that paper, mm-hmm. okay. you know, you don't. it don't matter. But right. see, here's you know. the thing. What does that look like? Like this mm-hmm. right here that y'all just said, this is what millions of people in America are having problems with or let alone in the world. Mm-hmm. Like you got all this knowledge, but you really don't know how to apply. You mm-hmm. don't know what that mental blockage is because you're mentally obese, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you don't know how to get out of this that rat race that yeah. he was talking about. Having all these ideas and you forget that God created other people too, right? So that same idea that you have that you're not executing, guess who else going to have it? Mm-hmm. Right. Guess who else shining yeah. with it? And you like, I know this thing, I can do it better, but they applied it regardless of how crappy they looked, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So I challenge the motivators to have a form of action, just like you asked me, well, what does that look like? How do we rewrite mm-hmm. our brain? We got to go to to the beginning, to the basics. Yeah. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. What's that form of action? That's what we go through to get through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yes. people forget mm-hmm. that part. He said that to me several times. You got to be able to apply it. Well, what does that look like? Because mm-hmm. your your language to you is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So we got to, and I'm glad y'all doing this because we got to challenge all the influencers mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to break it down and dummy down version for those that don't understand what it looks like. Right. Instead of them thinking in a big mass thought process mm-hmm. and they are overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you not only have an, an a, a, a obese mentality, you also have an obese spirituality. They don't mm-hmm. know that look like now they're overwhelmed and their physical just don't crash mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. Like, and so you end up nowhere yeah end it's up like nowhere. you be saying Defeated. you don't know what you don't know absolutely you know? so that's that's powerful in itself but i think that's where it goes back to the network as well if mm-hmm. you have a circle of people around you like you were saying you have your brother you have other people some people have no people so it's it's mm-hmm. important for us to i feel like for vic and i to start the network because some people don't have you know, family members or right. friends, you know, that are places that they're trying to go. Right. So how do I know what it looks like? Well, maybe if I had someone in my network to say, hey, I know you started a business. Mm-hmm. What did it look like for you? How did you go through these steps? Where can I start? Mm-hmm. You know, some type of sounding board to kind of go off of. That's true. Exactly. And I think a big part of um, I want people to understand as far as the network is concerned and how we wanted to grow and be not just a Dallas thing, not just a Texas thing, but something all over. Because 
like she said, there are people who don't know anybody. Say you want to you want to relocate, you want to move, you want to try. Right. You have an opportunity, this amazing opportunity in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a part of a network, you don't have to have a family member or anybody in Dallas. You put you plugged into the network, and then you can call on this person. This person can be mm-hmm. like, okay, they're hiring here. This is the best area to live. This is mm-hmm. this is you know because that's what I do in my in my business with relocation. So it's like if you know. People based on this network, you don't have to have a family whose couch you need to sleep on. Mm-hmm. You build yeah. this relationship with people, and now you can plug in and you can have take advantage of those opportunities. And, that, and that's part of your family, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, in my line of work, it's some other cultures that have something similar to that, and that's how they're doing things, just like what you said. That's so, how they're growing yeah. in their community, actually. Uh-huh. Mm. Really? That's what yeah, we need to definitely. do in our community. Like, you know what I mean? Just really, really hold on to each other and, and push each other and take it. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Be accountable, but still, mm-hmm. like, look out for people. Mm-hmm. You know, because people need it. goes back to that fear. That fear of, oh, she's not going oh, to outbeat me or he's not going to outbeat me. So we go into that competition type thing. But it's the fear of not being successful. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize there's no I in team. Like, Come you hear now. that a lot. Mm-hmm. But right. if you don't digest what that statement really means, mm-hmm. then... You know, you just gonna be like a dog yeah. chasing his tail, you right? Know? And not go anywhere, creating all these monsters in your head that they out to get you, but they're not. You right. know what I mean? Right. So we're able to, uh, you know, create this this platform within our community, so we can boost each other, we can become stronger, Absolutely. you know, and take mm-hmm. back what belonged to us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I, love I think that. that moves to our next point. How do we decide to collaborate or compete? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. You um, like a good, healthy competition. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That is you know what? Man. Joy, my assistant, I always say this. She said, it's, it's competition is it's in healthy competition, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times when you think about it, there really isn't any competition, right? So if it's a, a situation it where it's a, it's a first place, second place, a sport or something, yes, you are competing. But if it's an opportunity for everybody to win, mm-hmm. then it's not really competition. Absolutely. Working as a team. And true story, this happened yesterday. <laughs> so um, I was actually talking to my lawyer, which is my brother's best friend. He's not my best friend. He's just my lawyer, Nigel. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, so and so, we was talking about some different things, businesses or whatever. We always talking about where to put money. Because he has a lot of money. I'm trying to figure out how to spend his money mm-hmm. for us to make more That's money. That's right. Okay. So his money for us, you know. <laughs> So um, so I went with my brother Brian to this place, right, that me and Nigel was considering. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to the manager, asked him several questions and questions and questions. And so after that, when we got home, Brian was saying, man, you was probing and they felt like this and then you said this. I said, well, Brian, this is how I think about it. I'm going to ask the questions I need to know. Mm-hmm. If they don't provide it for me, I'm going to still ask those questions. I'm still going to find those questions. So they have to understand that I'm not competing with them, and if they feel that way, communicate that to me, and we can work around it. Mm-hmm. And then I can better explain my, my uh, agenda, mm-hmm. right? So you only have competition if you choose to have competition. Mm. You know? Thoughts. Mm. So. Come on now. That's absolutely what it is. Yeah. Thoughts. Wow. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So you created pretty much competition in your mind when actually there was no competition. Nah, you were just not. asking your questions. I'm asking my questions, but to someone else, they feel like, oh, you asking, pro- you know, confidential <coughs> questions. You're mm-hmm. asking about their income. You're asking them all this, and they don't know you. Well, she still answered it, and I got the information I wanted to mm-hmm. get, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the thing about competition. Like, 
um, your biggest competition we all know is ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, just like with the fitness thing, I feel nobody can beat me. If someone beats me, oh well, I'm just gonna figure out how they beat me. How mm-hmm. can I do better? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not afraid to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, me and your husband don't take a lot of L's. <laughs> and we still take it. You know, absolutely. now we winning more than we was before. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's because um, our drive and our passion mm-hmm. and how we compete with ourselves. Yeah, you know, and and it's healthy. It's healthy that way. Absolutely. And as for me, I feel like I don't care how old I get. I'm coming for the youngins anyway. Yeah. Come on. There's no, listen, like, there's no age limit on how fast or how yeah, strong I can true. be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, again, that's creating that type of mindset in my head. That's what I choose. You know what I mean? Everything is a choice. You know, I, my, my little kiddo, he has his motto. I am my own person. I make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. Whatever I practice, good or bad, is what I would be. I will be the best, whatever it is I can be. And that's because he chose. If you choose to be bad, that's mm-hmm. what you that's what you practice in and that's what you're gonna be the best at. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you choose to be good, guess mm-hmm. what? You practice that and that's what you're gonna be. You're gonna be the best at that. Right. So when it comes to competition, if I come a, uh, come around you guys and I'm just like, okay, well, they might be looking at me sideways or they'll probably outbeat me. That's because I'm already starting to create this monster mm-hmm. in my head. That's Instead true. of me saying, okay. Let's see how much I can do with this competition right now. Mm-hmm. And then if I do win the competition, how can I bless them? See, that's how he operates. Absolutely. That's what I get from him. Whereas I'm like the the warrior. I'm like, I'm taking everybody's <laughs> heads off. You know what I mean? But what I learned from him and how he maneuvered, and I have another friend. She's like that, too. Um, and I work with her. They... <sighs> My mother always said you could catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar, right? Mm-hmm. So what he, what my other brother considered as probing, that was him f- making a connect. And now they're going to be wondering about him. Now they're going to wonder how can we connect with this guy. Mm-hmm. See, his thought process might be different from the people that they just left. They'll probably reach out to him and say, so what do you think about X, Y, Z? What, how do you feel if we collab X, Y, Z? Because he's knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. He knows what he wants. Exactly. And that's all about your mental. Where mm-hmm. is your mental? Because that good competition that we having, it's a win-win like he said. Absolutely. Because if you beat me, if you got the same mindset as me, okay, Olivia, let's go on ahead and do this X, Y, Z right here. Let's make this money. Yeah, it's that's a collaboration. True. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a shortage. It's not a shortage, not a shortage at all. Yeah. We live in a world of abundance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's millions of podcasts. You know yes. what I mean? So it's like, okay, does that keep you from starting one? You know what I'm saying? No. Bingo. I like that. No. You just, because nobody is you. Nobody's going to do things that mm-hmm. are, has your experiences, your God-given talents or whatever. So, yes, there are millions of podcasts. Yes, there's a, there's many of all kinds of businesses. That's right. not going to stop me from doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I want to make a T-shirt, have a clothing line or whatever, it's, it's somebody making money. Mm-hmm. People walking around with all kind of people names on their shirt. You know what I mean? Might as well be mine. Okay, <laughs> exactly. So don't let that stop you. That's the point. Is I love it. Don't let it stop you because people like to use the word "oh, it's oversaturated." No, if I'm not in it, it's not oversaturated. Exactly. Now your like negative that. thought is what's oversaturated. Like Won't you right. go on ahead and clean that up? <laughs> I'm telling. And it's so funny. He's. I'm sorry. It's so funny that you said the first. Like one of the first things you said is no competition because that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's no competition. Yeah. It's no competition because you know, like I said, it's it's not. Nobody is you. It's not the same. It exactly. can't be the same. So absolutely. And nobody can put the same spin on it, you know, yeah. as you. So, yeah, you might have, uh, you may sell homes, but you're not the high heel hustler, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
like you, know, you may uh, have a relocation specialist, but they don't specialize like you know yeah. you do. So even you know they mm-hmm. may uh, train, but they don't train Olivia's way. Yeah. You know they don't train the way Chris trains. So that yeah, you know even true. though it's a lot of trainers, the difference is you guys. You yeah. know each individual's personality. So that That's used true. to be my fear. Really? Oh, that used to be my fear. Again, everybody got a fear. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people out here. Oh, my God, their clientele is up. And as I've experienced so many people, it took Mm -hmm. my clan to say, Olivia, first of all, you give too much service Mm -hmm. for a little nothing. Because that's how much love I have for it. He had to check me, man. He literally had to check me and said, Liv, you cannot, sis, you cannot be charging what you're charging. You need to cut some of your services. Like, I will put a whole bundle in a small fee that's how much i love the passion Mm -hmm. right but again we live in a world of abundance they don't train like me they're not gonna tackle Mm -hmm. the things that i tackle Mm -hmm. they're not gonna stretch you how i stretch you they're not Mm -hmm. gonna cheer you on how i cheer you on there are some amazing trainers out here but they not olivia they are not wild exactly absolutely like that's how I want you leaving talking about wow. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Wow. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Every time. Hmm, look in the mirror. Wow. Wow. Olivia did that. Okay. Give summer. Mm-hmm. So that leads us to really, I think we just discussed our next point. Um, operating in untapped lanes, even though, you know, like we said, someone may be doing the same type of thing. Technically, it's not the same thing. Right. You know, it's 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 very different. So, right. and I think we all are actually in the people business anyway, regardless of what line of work it is. And um and even in in our industry, you know, me and Ro, we might give them so much service, even if they don't go with us, they end up referring somebody mm-hmm. to us. Exactly. As many times where they pay yeah. it forward, um, because of who we are in the service we Absolutely. give. You know, so that's what makes it unique. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes, that's that's so important because that's where I get the majority of my business Mm -hmm. from. I don't even solicit real estate business. My stuff comes from referrals and repeat business. And and I'm to the point to where I I just don't deal with everybody. All money ain't good money. Exactly. Okay, you can be selective. (laughs) Yes, I am. And and I'm okay with that because Mm -hmm. I know what I bring to the table and I know what I give. My clients literally become family to me. That's true. So... You know, I'm a cook for you like I would cook for my sister, you know, mm-hmm. if you're my client. So everything that I have that I feel that you can benefit from, that's what I'm going to put on the table. But that does not, I don't think that's for everybody. Right. Yeah, you know, that's so. true. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so spot on. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So with that, um, how do you feel networking plays with that? Networking, you know what, this this year, one of the things I was saying, it's it's a Powerful year for good relationships, and that's good networking. So it's like um, that's really going to be the main way to catapult yourself to the next level because we can only do so much as an individual, and we can only be in so many places as an individual. So it comes a time where you have to have multiple partnerships, multiple networks, Mm -hmm. multiple relationships because I don't have to be the best carpenter, but I want to know the best carpenter. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to be the best roofer, but I want to know the best roofer Come on now. or the best realtor or the best fitness person. Relocate. Like, that's what you guys do. So why would I burn those hours trying to learn how to do mm-hmm. it when somebody else has already done that? Is he in my head? I know how to say it. I think it's on tape. It's that Nigerian. I'm telling you, that's it. I'm telling you. 
telling yeah, you. Yeah, Warren Buffett said the exact same thing. I think there was an interview with him, uh, Forbes, and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And basically how he put it was, I'm great at what I do when it comes to stock, right? Mm-hmm. But Jay is great at talking to the masses. Why would I want to be mm-hmm. on stage doing what he do when all I need to do is just pay somebody that's great Absolutely. at what they do? Watch that. Absolutely. It's no, I'll send yeah. it to you. Like, it's an, it's an amazing interview. And, you know, that's where not only do you carve out time, mm-hmm. but that's less stress that you got to deal mm-hmm. with. The only thing you need to be really at arms with is making sure you got the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to do that job for you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because there are so many areas that, one, I'm either not good at, two, I don't care to be good Come at. Come on, I don't yeah, want to waste my time. True. Like, I don't care sure to waste my time. Like, I love the things that I'm great at. Like, I love it so much to where I don't have to read a book. I would, I would close my eyes and be able to do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's one of the things that I had to really just horn in on. Like, look, there is nothing wrong with how you're designed. I know people around you might be great doctors, great mm-hmm. lawyers, great realtors, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But you are great, Olivia. It's a lot of work trying to be you. So focus mm-hmm. on being Absolutely. who you are. Right. And then the things that you need for your business, then you go and solicit those. You go and get those. You put the effort in making sure you got the best, like Mm -hmm. he said, like you guys said. Right. Right. And you will have a successful empire. Mm I love it. Oh, yes. Empire girl. I'm telling you, that's what we're trying to build. It's royalty. Yes, ma'am. You know, your own, your own. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we touched on a little bit about the competitiveness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, what about the competitiveness in our culture? Because I think we kind of spoke about this maybe it was before. But um, in our culture, a lot of the times they put us they put us against each other, right? Yeah. So like when a, a movie comes out, it's this, this actress versus this actress in yeah. our culture, this rapper versus this rapper. And mm-hmm. then they compete and then they fight and throwing their shoes at each other. Mm-hmm. But other cultures, they don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So how do you think that fits? Like, what is your experience with that? Well, what I, what I do feel that's going to help us through that is having more conversations like this mm. and start understanding that how powerful it is for us to work together because it's not going to happen overnight, you know. But I will say I feel less of it now than when I was growing up. And some of the things that we talked about before, it might be the same, but the people that we're around mm-hmm. are like us. Mm-hmm. So we don't really see it as much, right? Exactly. And then when you have more of those conversations, it becomes more contagious. More contagious and just start spreading like a like a good virus, you know. Exactly. So that's that's just what I think. When when our culture just have to have more conversations like this. We got to get stronger because I don't like. uh, We got to get stronger at making some very sound decisions, some very positive decisions. That fear factor. We got to make a decision saying that we're gonna strengthen our mindset because. This is a repetitive game that's been played for so long. Like, how long are you going to continuously allow that game to be played against you? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, yeah. you got the blue book memorized. Like, the blueprint is memorized. Like, we should know that they're trying to pin us against each other. So right. then if that's what they're trying to do, why are we playing into mm-hmm. it? It's all exactly. a choice. Now, not only do, do you have fear but now you have made that a part of your lifestyle Mm -hmm. you've Mm -hmm. chosen 
to allow it to be a competition against your brother or your sister or your homegirl, your homeboy or whomever is before you and not trying to see the bigger picture. You're now comfortable, Mm. Mm -hmm. right? You're comfortable with allowing this to be a negative competitive situation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's a choice. Right. At this point in the game, like, nah, this, this is not, I don't care to rock with you. I'm not going to bite my tongue. Like, at this point, we're going to go on and eliminate it. I love you. God bless you. All that old extra jazz. But if you are on the same mindset of, you know what, been down this road before, you can't take me out. Like, at what point are you going to wake up and say, I can't be against you. We could fight better together. You don't have to be in sports to know that you can't do it by yourself. I know I can't build up a, a business by myself. You know you can't raise a household by yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to always have outside sources or outside help. Mm-hmm. So why not let that be your friend, your mm-hmm. brother, your sister, your mm-hmm. mother, your father? Like, why not team up? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a common game that's been played for so long. We're supposed yeah. to be the generation that said, man, please. Right, and stick together more. And yeah. stick together. Absolutely. Instead of letting it be a genera- generational play. nonsense mm-hmm. that you can't even come out. Yeah, no, you can come out of You just choose not to. You're just comfortable with it. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, mm. I love it. So Good how do you stuff. think your native culture contributes to your success? Like when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> that's that kid instinct you were talking about, yeah. yeah. So, like our culture, as far as you know, the African culture, Nigerians, especially Igbo, were very aggressive, you know, um, with whatever that is. So, when we have that competition, or that if it's positive, we're extremely aggressive, we're extremely defensive amongst the people we care about, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the fault where we black out. You know, she does that a lot, you know, <laughs> growing up <laughs> to this day. So I think that that aggression, if you learn how to home it and focus it, it's like a sharp spear, you mm-hmm. know, and it's going to penetrate anything in front of you, you know. So that's that's what I think with that, that African. <laughs> we don't build nothing without each other. Yeah. We don't, like, to us, family is everything. To us, I don't care if we tearing down the whole building brick by brick. Like, we don't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much aggression you, uh, aggression you see within the community. We're not doing it by ourselves. Mm. Yeah. We know that there is no I in team anywhere. Right? Right. Like, we know that. Even even for, may his soul rest in peace, Kobe, his greatness didn't come by himself. Mm-hmm. He used what someone taught him, the help that somebody gave him, and kept repeatedly doing it and got great at it. So no one, mm-hmm. no one, like even getting fed, even getting bathed, whatever it is, our community taught us that it takes a whole mm-hmm. village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. That child could be your family. That child could be your business. That child could be whatever it is. It takes a village to raise a child. You trying to lose weight, gain weight, whatever it is, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. So that's what my community taught us. I mean, prime example in our culture, no one really has life insurance, right? At all. So when mm-hmm. somebody dies here, they talk about the policies or whatnot. In our culture, that. when someone dies, the whole community pays for the funeral, wow. the wake. They fly the whole family back yep. to the village to bury the family. Wow. And extra money, extra money after them to my thousands yeah. and thousands mm-hmm. of dollars, you know, and that's how we're taught. So it's like if such and such, you haven't seen them, everybody flies in to go see that person. Someone right. that has a baby, has a wedding, everybody goes because that's what we've been installed in us, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not 
that separation. Not saying it's separated here, but here in our culture is more unification in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I honestly I can say that I've seen that because like my father's Nigerian. Mm-hmm. But my stepfather is Nigerian as well, but he was evil. My father's Yoruba. Okay. So I have both. You know what I mean? I witnessed both. And mm-hmm. so um when I know that my father is always like, Don't throw my body anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when it's time, I have all this in place, whatever. Um, all all my life he has been sending money home to help yeah. this person. This mm-hmm. person needs to go to school. This person needs that. And that's that's why family is so important. And he mm-hmm. proved that it's not about what you say, it's about what you do. What you so do. I'm seeing wow. the action, and that's what he's done all our life. So <laughs> it's like that's how I am about family, you know, and mm-hmm. why it's so important to me. Mm-hmm. And then like when my stepfather passed away, he went home. You know, mm-hmm. it was like we had a service here, but he, he was there at home. <laughs> and so... Now, I know that I need to get my money together, you know what I mean? Because we get mm-hmm. into those when my father's getting older or whatever. And I was like, I'm not going to throw his body anywhere he's going home like mm-hmm. he want to go home. Yeah. So, you know, he's you know doing all of those things. But it's just that to know the culture Absolutely. is different. And we yeah. need and people a lot of times separate um, Africans from black people. And we're the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like everybody wants to pit everybody against each other. Yeah. But I think that's very important for people who are not familiar with our culture to learn from people who are because what if I I, I didn't know that you know some yeah. things that y'all mentioned I had no idea about so I think some things are kind of innate in us you know uh, like some stuff you said that my spirit can agree with I may not mm-hmm. have known the knowledge of it but that stuff that I would normally want to do you know what I'm saying? But I didn't know that that was cultural. You know, I didn't know why. You yeah. know, I I felt like I needed to make sure my people good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, it takes a village to raise kids. Well, I just felt like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I needed to help uh, my sister with her kids yeah. or, or my help my sister with her grandbabies. You know what I'm saying? That's just something it was that just I organic felt. organic in you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I think it's important for us to learn more about our culture our African culture um, and not just the American side. I mean, and if you look at other uh, cultures, they do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Asians help Asians. Mm -hmm. Hispanics help Hispanics. Whites help whites. Mm -hmm. African Americans are the only one that want that privacy Mm -hmm. or don't want to be interrupted. You know, but if you look at the results what type of communities are being built. Mm, yeah. Good point. And and here, you know, so quick to move out of your parents' house. Yeah, we all go. <laughs> but with us, I like, can't wait now, to exactly. It took my mother's death for it's both of us to, to be leave. out of that house. Yeah, I was the last one in the house. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. someone would have, would have had to have come for my hand in marriage, or I would have rebelled and probably just moved out. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. that's just how it is you yeah. know mm. i mean if we could like you always say if we have one day we'll have everybody in one <laughs> one compound one compound the whole like that's family. what yeah. that's what we want yeah one Absolutely. compound you got with the kids though. you got everything serious you have <laughs> wings at it but just think about it if everybody wants this massive house why not do it as a family and it can be done yeah it, can be it done. has been done like mm-hmm. several times it's just it's less within our mm-hmm. culture here Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to take us to do it. Um, I'm with it. Can you build our company? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do it. Listen. 
definitely. use your network. Do you hear me? We have the resources in the it's room. Good. Definitely yes, have the resources. Listen, I have four children. Mm. I need a hey. we need a compound. I'm I'm my you. mother and see it that is so, so special easier. because my mom is one of ten. So oh, like wow. uh, that's a large family, and we mm. always say we're gonna hit the lottery and we're gonna build us the street. We're gonna all be. Yeah, I already got together. the lottery. It's you know a bunch I mean? of y'all. I'm y'all telling you. I'm talking about people have one cousin. I got like fifty cousins. You know what I'm saying? That's the compound. That's the lottery right there. I mean, think about the pocketbooks that mm-hmm. that's all up in that family. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, think about if you were to like look at how much you've spent within a year, let alone half a year. Uh-huh. That's right. true. And think about it. If you wanted to get your own something somewhere else, you still can do it. I mean, I still have this hub where everybody's at. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And I tell my friends, hey, y'all go get an extra house. In Cancun, one get one in Mexico, one get for one real, in this place. For real. So like that's so smart and- right now. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Go yeah, get Colorado, Dominican, uh, Jamaica. What? So that way, hey, I'm going to use your spot. We all got each other. Note to self. Right. Let me talk after this. <laughs> let, let me tell you. What's the location? Do you know how many exactly. stamps you will have on your uh, Man, passport? For real. Are we not there? We just Airbnb. The Dude, that's out, so something. freaking good. Yeah, I'm tired. Tell you. That's okay. my thing. We're going to tell y'all. When we get there, we was like, y'all remember we said that on the <laughs> That's okay. a cha-ching right there. For real. Okay, okay. <laughs> listen. That's good. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was it. good, dude. That was good. Love it. Telling you, yes, telling you. So telling I think we concluded just to pretty much concentrate on your network. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, collaboration versus competition, right? I think we need to concentrate more on collaboration. Awesome exactly. sauce. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. I think there's one more question I would like to ask y'all. What is success to you? Success. Um, you know my favorite what does it look like what does it look like um i know i know the world or society would say it's money it's not monetary for me mm-hmm. i want a successful family i want like yeah. a thriving family after i'm gone and they have like my beautiful portrait in the back of the uh in the front of the house mm-hmm. like success to me is that my loins Mm-hmm. You know, are steady thriving, and they will tear down walls to make sure that our family is still thriving. Absolutely. That's yeah. success for mm-hmm. me. Because if I don't get it right now, all hell's gonna break loose. But like, <laughs> that's success to me. I want that empire to continue on. I want that generational wealth. That's success. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think for me, my biggest thing for success is really spending time with my loved ones being able to you know and not worrying about finances and all these other things mm-hmm. because i feel that a lot of us we have a, more than enough because we this circle and the ones that we do know like we do we don't do anything for anybody else mm-hmm. everybody right. does it for themselves and mm-hmm. i love that so i think more or less having that opportunity to spend more time with them whether we're chatting we podcasting mm-hmm. we whatever i think that really defines success for me because that's what makes me happy you know at that time yeah awesome you know? i love it what's success for y'all i want to know. know well you know i kind of feel like it's a combination of what the both of you said because i always think about um i know i've said this before like i have four children so i focus on you know not just telling them okay go to college and get a job mm-hmm. but it's more like I want them to think outside the box and be entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I've made like all my kids kids little bosses, you know, like nice. and I've invested in them so they can have that. And I still want them to go to college because I think it's an experience that everybody needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I want them to be focused on 
um, thinking about what they can do for themselves than to build. Yeah. And so success for me is just having success, a successful family, you know, and mm-hmm. that they're happy and they're doing better than me. The next generation is exactly. supposed to be doing better than the, the last. So. Absolutely. I think for me it's going to be ultimately did I empty out um, – my gifts while mm. I was here. You know, I want to like make that. sure that, that my uh, bottle is empty, <laughs> you know, per se, once I leave the earth. And did I ultimately grow people? Mm-hmm. Everyone that I come in contact with, I want them to be better than when, you know, better uh, when they leave me than when they came. So if you leave uh-huh. my presence and you haven't gained anything, to me, I was not successful. Ooh, that's so juicy. if I can grow people, be it my family, that's friends, juice. anybody that I come in contact okay. With. If mm-hmm. I can grow you, then at that point, I feel like I've been successful. That's juice, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm telling That's you, juice. let me tell you how many times I was like, like I would that. get off the phone, and I'd be like, girl. I said one time I was like on Facebook, I was like, I have to take notes sometimes when I'm talking to Rashonda <laughs> because it's like really like I'm learning. We're learning from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think kind of inspired us to do this podcast too, because like some of the conversations that we have have Absolutely. really grown um, us as people. So we wanted to share that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've had a couple word. people say. I'm I'm glad we tune into this live, Yay. and so it's it's spreading. It's getting contagious. You know? Absolutely. So I'm glad you thank guys you. thought of this and are doing it right now. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Well, we're gonna have to do more so with you guys. We love you guys. y'all. Tell thank everybody you your joining. social medias again so they can follow you. Well, you guys, it's Olivia Wild Workout Olivia's Way. So to ha- follow me on EIG, you would go to Workout Olivia's Ways, or you can do Livy Live underscore. And on Facebook, it's Olivia Ebezim. Nice. So on Instagram, it's Naja King one and also Yo underscore I-Man, I-M-A-N, 05. All right. Thank you so All much. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for having us. That concludes this episode of My Network with Vic and Ro. Stay connected to My Network on all social media platforms. Like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, follow us on IG and Twitter at My Network, and that's N E T W E R K. Thanks for listening. <laughs>